welcome to She Anime Podcast, where four online friends who watch way too much anime come together and talk about it. This week, we will be talking about all things vampires. Now, we will be talking about mature themes and content, so if that's not for you, that's totally fine. We will be talking about shows like The Case Study of Vanitas, Mars Red, Vampire Dies in No Time, and others like that in depth. So this is your spoiler warning to turn back now and come back once you've seen these shows. If you're sticking around, please enjoy. Hey guys, and welcome back to She Anime Podcast. We are back. Mm-hmm. We are back. We had so much fun at Anime Walkie, and it was just nice to kind of take a break from the hell that is life. Um, if we got to meet any of you at con, hello again. If you missed us, maybe next con. Um, we'll talk about this a little bit more next week. But- For sure. <laughs> <laughs> Let's kind of get into this episode. It is finally time for me to shine and talk about one of my most beloved subjects in the entire world, vampires. Now, this won't be an hour-long analytical episode about Twilight. That would be for a different day, but I <laughs> I could totally have like at least like four episodes just about Twilight alone. We um, can make a whole spin-off <laughs> podcast on just Twilight alone. Yeah, for sure. Um but you know, I just. Uh, but this will be a special Shay and Cat episode where we get to gush over our favorite uh, Fang Toddies. So without further ado, I'm Cat, and the vamp in my username isn't there just for show. I'm Shay, and I know Cat just said we wouldn't be talking about Twilight, but we absolutely will be talking about Twilight if I have anything to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I just. I just have to laugh because I listened to Keto and Kenzie's episode. Hi, guys. Love you. That was a fun episode. Um, perfect episode for you guys. But I just love the contrast between like their psychoanalytical like episode. <laughs> and now we're just like vampires. I know. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it's the perfect. It, it's like the perfect description of us as friends as well is those two are like the like hard thinkers you know like not that you and I don't do analytical stuff but like honestly those two are the ones that come up with all of these like theories and stuff like that and we're just like is it pretty does it make me laugh <laughs> literally <laughs> um, like cool this guy is hot <laughs> right <laughs> like <laughs> like holy shit she can step on me dami i am referring to you um <laughs> but anyways uh vampires they've kind of been going in and out of mainstream popularity since basically the dawn of time um but they're always kind of like they're lurking in media waiting for their big break um so let's just kind of start off with like a easy and basic question what got you into vampires and what was your first like vampire anime manga, Shay? So I've always loved vampire lore, especially like, you know, when I was younger and getting into reading books and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't allowed to like read a lot of stuff about vampires when I was younger because I grew up like going to a Lutheran school. So like, Ooh. you know, any That's Harry Potter, any yeah, <laughs> any anything that had to do with like witchcraft or anything that had to do with the supernatural wasn't really like at the forefront but then when I transferred to a public school I got to read more stuff like that um in like seventh grade um I remember having to read Dracula for something and I was like I guess this is cool like the concept of vampires is like Mm -hmm. was like new to me but I I always knew about them because you know you see people dress up as them for Halloween and stuff like that um uh but then I was like you know what this I think vampires are like one of the supernatural beings that I've really held on to because I think they're the most humanoid yeah. out of like um, supernatural beings. So, you know, when I see them, like any media I've consumed, I've watched all of the vampire diaries. Um, I've watched some of the originals. I haven't watched all of it just because like after all the bullshit with Elena and stuff in the Vampire Diaries. I was like, I don't want to watch this anymore. (laughs) But the Vampire Diaries is one of my favorite, like, vampire lore. I have to laugh about that. 
I actually don't particularly enjoy the Vampire Diaries series, but that's because I actually read the entire like book series that's that fair. based off of and it's completely like completely, completely, different, completely yeah. different things and so I'm just like I don't I, I had a hard time with it because they changed too much of the lore for me so I was like mm. but like I really liked um because I mean like you have the one end of the spectrum with vampires where it's like they can't go out in sunlight at yes. all and they can only survive drinking blood and they're like just crazy evil all the time but then like mm-hmm. Things like the Vampire Diaries where, you know, they can go out into the sunlight if they have, you know, whatever piece of jewelry they have. Um, And, you know, they're a lot more morally ambiguous Mm -hmm. and they're just trying to fit in but also live their lives. Um, I love, uh, I mean, I loved Twilight, you know, in junior high. My mom had to read all the books before I did just to make sure nothing was like bad and (laughs) she almost didn't let me read breaking dawn but that's a story for another day mm. um <laughs> mm-hmm. but and then the movies they were okay i i i mean i liked them in junior high now i would watch them and be like the cinematic experience why did i go to the midnight premiere i don't know i was in junior high uh, <laughs> but um i also love being human so good both oh my U- gosh the second the UK and the u.s version the second i, I saw this on your list i was like oh my god oh my god oh my god i actually think i have um somewhere the dvd copies of uh one of the versions of being human i don't know which one but i have a copy of being human and i was like i didn't know anybody <laughs> still knew about I, this show. i also fell in love with the actor who plays aiden for the u.s version mm-hmm. Um, I thought he was like the hottest shit, but also I I love you know it's a vampire, a werewolf, and a ghost all living in the same all house. living in the same house. Oh I my gosh! Yes. Um, but I feel like my first ex- like exposure to like anime, uh, as far as vampires went, was Castlevania. Yeah. Um, I haven't. I like haven't made it through the games in their entirety, and that's literally just because of my limitations on gaming consoles that I've had. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really love the lore in Castlevania as well. Um, and I love that it, you know, follows the, the, um, like Alucard is like, I hate my dad. Um, it's, it's a bunch of vampires with daddy issues again. (sighs) Um, (laughs) we love it. We love it. (laughs) But well, and the, you know, the classic trope of the vampire hunter teaming up with a vampire who is rebelling against a bunch of other vampires. Mm-hmm. Um, I quite enjoy that trope. It is a good because trope. it makes it makes it. I mean, that trope is going strong in a lot of media right now. Like, <laughs> like both Vampire Dies in No Time and Case Study. You yes. know, <laughs> like. Um, but yeah, I've loved vampires, and yeah, I would I would definitely say vampires are my favorite supernatural like being. Um, over like demons or werewolves or anything mm-hmm. like that um and i really enjoy how many interpretations of vampire lore we get from literally everything like you can watch two three four five a bajillion vampire yeah. shows and each one the rules for the vampires are slightly different yes which is always fun for sure oh man i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to find this i have a book obviously because vampires are literally like my life um i have this book that literally breaks down um excerpts of vampires within like popular uh um popular like stories and stories like you wouldn't even think that there would be vampires like in it but they're there and it's really kind of cool and i absolutely love it and it's it's one of like it's a book that I've owned for like a really long time um but I'll show you I'll share it on uh Instagram so you guys can see it and all that but it's really cool and I definitely recommend everybody check it out because vampires are everywhere um but (laughs) basically like I said there's a reason I have vamp in my username (laughs) (laughs) like vampires I like I live and breathe vampires um everybody jokes that I am a vampire because um actually the irony is right now I'm actually wearing a bat shirt so um (laughs) um, (laughs) 
Um, one of the first movies that I did actually grow up with, and I probably should have watched it when I did, was The Lost Boys, which is um a vampire movie from the 80s, um, about these two brothers that move to a new city and then basically find themselves like wrapped up in um vampires. We um, love accidentally not knowing our neighbors are vampires. It's so, so <laughs> great. It's honestly, it's one of the it's one of the best tropes in the entire world. Um and like it's a gr- it's a good movie the sequel uh, which came out like 20 years later wasn't that bad either but i just love i love the movie and i love the soundtrack and it just kind of like lost boys basically is <laughs> if you watch it you basically are like oh yeah i can see why this is cat like 100% um and i just feel like vampire movies also seem to always have the best soundtracks they really do. Like, like even Twilight, Muse, Twilight, Paramore. Like- I know. Twilight has like some of the best songs ever off of like their soundtracks. Um, um, Underworld has some of the best mo- like um, and then um, Queen of the Damned, which um is which was um Aaliyah's last movie, I believe, before she passed away. Um, which is based off of the Anne Rice uh, novel, literally is the heavy metal like, like it like disturbed and like all of those types of bands. Literally, like oh, it's so beautiful. Um, I believe I, I want to say that Corn was involved in the actual production <laughs> of the of the actual like soundtrack. So like it is a legit fucking soundtrack. Um, I, I know way too much about this stuff. I could literally go all day. Um, and then of course that was also around the time that I watched things like interview with the vampire because if I could say something like a lot of people are all about like Tom Cruise and like Brad Pitt because they're like the stars of that I was fucking in love with Christian Slater in that movie who I mean who wasn't though like Christian Slater as the interviewer was like Mm, my god also how about that remake that's apparently happening I heard about that and I was like we're getting another interview with the vampire. I know. I'm okay. very excited because like I'm older now. I feel like I can appreciate it better. I mean, I can sure. obviously go back and watch the old one whenever I want, uh-huh. but to experience it for the first time is always, yes, you know? Yeah. Cause, um, cause yes, I do like interview with a vampire, but obviously Queen of the Damned was my favorite adaptation. And I think it was because it was a little bit more modern. Plus also I was, I, I absolutely just adored Jesse as a character um and she's the love interest of Lestat in the Queen of the Damned um but yeah no (laughs) we can go on all day about this um um and then also like I literally like if I wasn't a witch I was a vampire for Halloween and the only reason (laughs) I was a witch was because of the fact that um it was apparently inappropriate for vampires to walk around with cats so obviously had to be a witch to carry around a cat (laughs) um (laughs) but I loved being like a vampire um it was either a vampire a cat or a witch those were the three things that I always wanted to be for Halloween that's fair um and then as far as vampire anime and manga goes literally the thing that got me started so back in high school um well, a popular book series was just getting started because literally the first book of Twilight came out my um, when I was in eighth grade. And so everything was just getting started when I was in high school. Um, so I was reading Twilight in high school. And another series also came out. Uh, I want to say that it came out around the exact same time. 2006 to 2008 uh, Vampire Night which is very controversial but everyone's (laughs) like hey you like Twilight you should check this out and so my best friend handed me her copies like I think it was like the first three copies Um, and I think I read this like my junior year of high school so like 2008-2009 something like that Um, she handed it over to me and um, was like, here, read this. They handed me like the first three volumes. And I was like, this is so good. I absolutely love it. And never touched it, you know, never touched it again because it was still ongoing. So I couldn't keep up with it. Um, then I watched the um, anime because I was like, oh, this looks familiar. And, and I was like, I've read this before. 
if so if you could you know kind of look past the whole incest thing yeah a little bit <clears throat> if you just a, just a little bit look past that um which i mean it isn't the only series that has that incest subplot just That's saying so everybody literally like harasses like vampire night for like this incest subplot and i'm just like you know what everyone watched game of thrones too so they're fine right literally fine. literally they had i mean these guys had kids too but <laughs> <laughs> um it, it just it's not that bad of a series um i just you know think it had a shit ending because the only reason that she wound up with zero was because Kaname was forced into a slumber that was the only reason that she wound up with zero in the end <sighs> pissed me off zero didn't deserve her at all <clears throat> zero deserved better um but anyways um i read uh you know vampire night because of twilight and i just i just love vampires and i will keep loving vampires i literally <laughs> am like i go through and i'm like i look for any vampire series when we're going through uh the seasonal anime and i'm like i'm gonna watch that <laughs> but anyways so there's a lot of vampire anime out there and i know that there's a lot because i literally put together an entire list i didn't even put the full list in here because we probably would be here all day with me just reading the list of all the vampire stuff but what is your favorite vampire anime kind of tell us a little bit about the show and for our listeners spoiler warning for these shows because Y'all, we're going to go deep into detail as much as we possibly can without giving too much of the story away because, like, we still want you to go watch it, but, like, just heavy spoiler warnings. Um, And I will go first <laughs> because I want to talk about Mars Red. I've already talked about the <laughs> show once back when we did our spring 2021 recap, Um, but I need to talk more in depth about it because... I don't I still don't feel like enough people <laughs> watched Mars Red, um, appreciated Mars Red. It is an ongoing um, I think it's uh got three volumes of manga coming out soon. Um, but anyways, Mars Red is a historical vampire anime that deserves another season. Um, it aired April to June of 2021, and the series uh, follows Code Zero, which is a special unit in the Japanese government in the 1920s Japan. Um, so it kind of gives you an idea of like what the era is um, with the um, uh, with the being in the 1920s. So it's a lot of like that whole like um, post-war aspect. Um, and so the uh, the thing that kind of makes uh, Code Zero so special is that they are all um, vampires and they're dispatched to counter like the vampires that are threatening humans. Um, and there's like this underlying plot uh, where the Japanese government is working with some noble vampires to basically create hell on earth and just like turn everybody into vampires. It's... <laughs> It's like crazy how much they fit into these episodes that they did. Um, and the show is really, 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 really good. But I do have to say, prepare to be hurt because people die. Like, like it hurts. Um, I honestly cried so hard watching this show. And I watched it in both sub and dub. Um, now, the show follows like three different characters. Um, the technical like one of the technical like main characters of the show is Shutaro he's like the only uh a rank vampires in vampire in Japan and um they rank vampires um so s rank is obviously going to be like your like pure blood like god like vampires um a rank is somebody that was turned by um a um s rank and the stronger you are as a vampire, like the higher your rank is, like the stronger you are, the uh, more like powerful, like there's like power, like different types of powers, stuff they can do, like mental manipulation, stuff like that. Um, and Shutaro is kind of special because he also doesn't drink human blood. Mm -hmm. um, and the first time he actually does drink the human blood actually makes me cry. 
because of it's whose blood he actually drinks and it's just really oh it's so good um but so he's the only A-rank uh, vampire in Japan, meaning that he was tur- um, bit and turned by an S-rank vampire. Um, and then the second character that it follows is um, Maeda. I, I hate pronouncing his name, but he's the colonel who's in charge of uh, Code Zero. And he's got a tragic fucking story as well. Literally, the first episode um, opens up with uh, this uh, um, actress who got turned into a vampire after an accident um and um turns out that this girl that died was meant to get married to this colonel and she died before they ever even got to meet because he wasn't actually in japan when everything happened and then so he had just gotten back to japan in that first episode and she was already a vampire at that point and she was gonna die and it was really sad it was so sad um and that's literally just the first episode guys (laughs) that's just the first episode so that's not even spoilers that's the first fucking episode and then the third character that it follows is um who's the human girl who is a reporter that gets kind of tangled up into um all of the human um like the vampire stuff um by accident like by complete accident she's just a little nosy saw something that happened and then just got pulled into all of this um, she actually has a lot of storyline with my favorite character, Defraught, who is a S-rank vampire, um, who nobody knows is actually an S-rank vampire that's kind of hiding in Japan because everybody thinks that all the S-rank vampires aren't in Japan. Um, <laughs> and he's he just wants to be an actor. Just let him be an actor. Um, but Aoi is the childhood friend and love interest of Shutaro. Like they're both like mutually like in love with each other and it's so cute. Um the anime is only 13 episodes, but it is just so beautifully put together. Um, I do wish there was another season because they totally could with the way that the show ended. Like the show ended with kind of satisfying enough ending that if they just leave it at 13 episodes, like it's satisfying enough. But they could do more with what uh, what was left off because um, Shutaro and Aoi kind of go their separate ways um, because you know he's a vampire and she's a human um, and then like a lot of other characters kind of have a potential storyline that could continue on um, and um, I just think it you know it's it, it could but it doesn't need to um, and so like I said you know back in uh our spring 2021 anime recap don't fall in love with uh some of the characters because uh, <clears throat> some of them really do meet really tragic ends like chitaro and Aoi do not <laughs> don't die <laughs> i will say that so you don't have to worry about the two uh two lovebirds you don't have to worry about them neither one of them die but i can't say much for a lot of the other characters because they definitely um yeah just don't get attached um but man talking about this show really makes me want to read it again read it again watch (laughs) it again like um and then so um not only um is like the story well written and like the characters are just wonderfully you know they're they're just wonderfully like presented in a way that is just like it's so nice to follow along with the characters like you don't hate any of the characters except for the bad guys like obviously you're gonna hate the bad guys um but the artwork is gorgeous like i've never seen this animation styling like done in this sense where like i didn't hate it because it's kind of like it's almost like painted artwork um but it's really hard to explain how it is but it's not like the traditional animation that we're used to seeing um it, it definitely feels more like you're watching like a um like painted like almost like traditional like animation styling like uh we used to see like where it's all like hand-drawn kind of stuff um that's kind of what it feels like but signal md fucking killed it with the animation for this um and then the music the music is absolutely gorgeous uh the um composition is by uh, toshiyuki uh muranaka absolutely stunning and then the op and the ed are still some of my favorites it's literally on my playlist that i listen to all the time it's my 
I call it my brain rot playlist because I basically brain rot over these songs and I take out songs that I don't really I'm like eh, I'm not really brain rotting over this anymore these two songs have not left this playlist since it came out um Aria of Life by Waga Key Band and On My Own by Hide. And if you guys don't know who Hide is, Hide is the lead singer um, of, and of course, as soon as I say it, I'm blanking on the name of his, La, La Arcanciel. <laughs> I was like, what is the name of his group? La Arcanciel, um, who did Ready, Steady, Go for uh, Full Metal Alchemist. Um, but anyways, these are bops. And then Funimation got the right to stream the show and simul dubbed the show. So literally, as the show was airing in Japan, it was also airing in English. So they did both at the exact same time. Like they literally got the episodes before they aired so that they could simul dub it. And it was amazing. And the casting. It like beautiful, beautifully done. Um, Zach Aguilar actually, oh, I love him. He's he's Shutaro. Like I love him so much. He did so well, and I was like, oh my gosh! And just like everybody's, like Zach Aguilar. Um, I know. Um, Aaron Dismukes in it. Um, my absolute like favorite is uh, Karen Strange, who is uh, my favorite character, Defraught. But anyways, like I said, I could go all day about Mars Red. So if anybody's seen Mars Red and would like would like to talk to me about Mars Red, please, please do because I need to talk to somebody about Mars Red. But Shay, <laughs> how about you? <laughs> Honestly, I feel like right now, because now we know I have a pattern after me exposing myself and saying my favorites, you know, are always going to be current because current anime will always knock out old anime yeah. um, from my top. But I feel like it has to be Vanitas right now, yeah. mostly uh, because and, and I haven't read the manga. I need to start. But um, and, you know, now's a good time to start because they're on a hiatus. Um right yeah they're on like a little hiatus right before the next volume technically they were on a hiatus of new chapters but um i want to say that the newest chapter is supposed to come out tomorrow oh okay but it's a monthly release yeah you literally have time to catch up literally you can catch up on the first eight volumes and then easily catch up on the uh next like basically ninth volume it's basically you just need to catch up on nine volumes worth of material which is fun um but um I like I said before I really love lore of vampires and if it doesn't have you know good rules for vampires like I really hate like the shows that just like establish rules for vampires and then just ignore them (laughs) for our plot um or they have no rules for vampires and it's like vampires are all powerful beings or they um, change rules. Could, yeah, or they change rules or like vampires are just super OP so literally nothing matters. Um but I love the way that in Vani tells the vampires function mm-hmm. and I also love that you can't really identify who is a vampire until um until it is revealed, supposed to be revealed to you that they're a vampire. Um, same, same with curse bearers. Like we have no idea who's a curse bearer really until Vanitas is like they're a curse bearer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we kind of have to guess. Um, which yeah. in the arc that's happening right now, kind of spoilers is like guessing who the beast is in this arc is like it's kind of so fun because yeah. you you think it's one person and it's not the one person every character literally thought it was yeah until like literally this past like no two episodes ago where they're like this person is the beast we just figured it out but the person that isn't the beast still has a curse Mm -hmm. um yeah and the whole functionality of the curse bearers is just yes it's so cool and not i'm not giving any spoilers but i'm just gonna say that like the whole like there's like other things um besides uh the charlatan that is like pulling the strings in the background which is just like also interesting because like yeah just (sighs) yeah i i also do like when there is a hierarchy of like vampires i guess or other beings that keep vampires in check because if you don't have that vampires you know they're literally immortal Mm -hmm. like (laughs) but um 
And Vanitas, though, and Vanitas follows the trope of, you know, vampire hunter pairs up with vampire to defeat other vampires. But in this case, it's not a good versus evil kind of thing. I mean, it is because curse curses are bad, but the vampires who hold to the curses aren't necessarily bad. They either come into the curse accidentally or, you know, mm-hmm. or willingly, but that doesn't necessarily make them a bad person. They always have good intentions behind behind it or or desperate intentions, I should I should say, like they turned on having a curse because, but, and Vanitas isn't necessarily looking to defeat the vampires themselves. He's looking to cure the vampires of these curses. He's not trying to wipe out the entirety of the vampire, the like a race of vampires. Um, so I really, really like that about Vanitas is everyone's kind of all fighting for the same cause just some people are more effective in it than others but then there are all the subplots of like who's in charge and like really what's happening in the background which hasn't been revealed in the anime yet Mm -hmm. um of what's really really going down like on on the surface we see it's vanitas and noe against these curse bearers Mm -hmm. And not necessarily the bearers themselves, but the curses themselves. And then you know that there's somebody else pulling the strings. You know that there's something else happening and we haven't gotten that big reveal yet. And it's already like, you know, the second sell of this season. Yeah, Um, I know. I'm like, I'm very curious if they're going to renew it for a third season because they totally could do a third season with the arc that we're in right now in the manga. Yeah, I, I I need to read the manga because I'm interested to see where it's going. Um, and we don't know if it's getting renewed. So like we don't. Yeah, I don't know if I ever will get that closure. Yeah, because historically, um, June's works, um, her works, um, her last work that got animated was Pandora Hearts. And that only got a 20, uh, 24 episode um, anime adaptation because Pandora Hearts was ongoing so they gave it an anime only ending to the anime and then the I really if hope you they want don't do that know, for case study I hope they don't do that for case study because, because I feel like I feel it's like popular it'll... enough yeah. that they could easily um they could easily just do like wait a little bit longer and do a third season wait a little bit longer do I feel like also it, it would seem super rushed Mm-hmm. If they came to a conclusion within the next, like, what, four episodes or something? Yeah. Because, like, we're almost to 24 episodes mm-hmm. in this, like, cell of a season. So I don't know. But I I really love Noe um, as our main vampire. Mm-hmm. Um, love him. I love Zhang. <laughs> yeah. I, I really love all of vampires. And I also love how they all have their special abilities as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, like, I want to know more about, like, I, I'm still waiting for because they haven't really gone too much into detail about um Noe's past um and yeah, his like, like family and because mm-hmm. his family line all have the ability to be able to drink blood and like see into everybody else's like past and stuff like that but we haven't actually touched on Noe's family because all we know is that Noe was adopted that's um, all we and know taken in by Dami and um Louis's family when they were children but I also really love how humans aren't automatically turned by vampires by a bite. Because, mm-hmm. like, how many times have Vanitas had his blood drink now? Like, <laughs> and he's not a vampire. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, there's, yeah, there's all sorts of different rules. And yeah, I know. And they're not all revealed at once. It's not like the first episode is like, here are all of the rules of yeah. the vampires. You kind of get to figure that out as you go along. And I really, really like that. Um, but overall, it's, I mean, it's even if it wasn't about vampires, it's a solid show. Like if it were just like these two people trying to heal cursed people, I feel like it would still be a very compelling show. But, you know, the fact that they are vampires. And I yeah. also really love that there's like this, parallel universe that vampires just get to live in yes <laughs> like, I do I love I love that whole concept of the red moon and the blue moon yes um being a whole thing and the fact that there's two separate worlds and because oh. like I feel like in every vampire show or anything vampires just want to live 
-hmm. like they're immortal so they don't really get a choice unless you know they're killed within the rules of vampires but like they kind of just want to live and be unbothered (laughs) yeah basically (laughs) they just want to live and be unbothered so the fact that they can go to this other world and do that yeah (laughs) without you know having to murder a bunch of people and become serial killers to survive and I like the fact that um I also like the fact that human blood isn't the only thing that uh, requires them because as you've seen with like um Noe and Dami like they share blood with each other and they don't need to drink blood like all of the time to survive because exactly like when's the last time we actually saw Noe drink blood exactly like I hate I I do hate like you know the vampire trope of oh my gosh they're always hungry and they're always thirsting for yeah. blood so and they have to become serial killers yeah. to survive in like, vanitas like that's a key sign of hey you're a curse bearer because you need to drink blood more frequently because like you're like powering this curse that's like yeah. in you exactly so yeah i had i like had to make sure that we weren't going to talk about vanitas sometime soon like <laughs> within this first like <laughs> mid-season um, because I know we do have some anime specific episodes coming up. So that's that's why I didn't feel so bad talking about like a specific anime that's current. Yeah. Um, that's for like sure. currently happening. Um, yeah. I'm sure this is this is it'll appear in our winter say, roundup. Hey, <laughs> you guys read Vanitas because like I need people to talk to because like I've been sitting on a cliffhanger for three months now. For three fucking months that I haven't had anybody to talk to about it because they dropped a bomb and then all of a sudden she went on hiatus for three months and I was like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I mean, so. I also will say Vanitas just as an anime as a whole, it's gorgeous. It's like one of the more beautiful anime that's happening this season and last mm-hmm. season. Um uh, the dub is really good. Mm-hmm. I've been going back and watching the dub episodes. I mean, we have Zeno Robinson. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, it, it it's a very just like solid anime and it mm-hmm. keeps me watching week to week because some of these other anime that I, I picked up for the winter season too, I was like, mm, I'm going to let like three or four episodes pass and then just mm-hmm. like binge three or four at a time. Like I'm right. I'm there with Futsal Boys right now. Like that one, I feel like I don't need to watch weekly. There's not yeah. really cliffhangers at the end of episodes. It's very slice of life. Um, but yeah, there, that's what there I'm are doing few. With, I was going to say, I'm like, that's what I'm doing with a lot of them. I know that's what I'm doing with uh, Requiem of the Rose King because yeah. I was I was told to I was told to give it another chance because like there's a lot of triggering stuff in it, which is one of the reasons why I had initially dropped it when I started watching it. Um, but I was told to give it a chance again and was given proper warnings watching the show and I have been watching it like two episodes at a time yeah Um, but I've also been watching it in English which is making it a little bit easier to binge those two episodes at a time I yeah I feel like I've been doing that with stuff this season too the ones that have simul dubs I'll let a couple dubbed episodes go by just because it's like easier to watch and especially for this podcast when we have to watch a show it's just easier to watch it like all at once and you know, because I can't tell you what what happened like 12 weeks ago by the time we hit like an anime, unless it was like really memorable. I can't tell you what happened in like the first sure. episode. I got to go watch it again. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Honestly, honestly. Yeah, that is so true is like, hey, yeah, 12 weeks ago. I have no fucking clue what happened. Yeah, I have weeks no ago. idea what happened. Even I'm like, in my I barely own remember life. what happened last week literally <laughs> like i'm so glad attack on titan gives me little snippets of what happened the week before <laughs> yes honestly yeah i don't like the only thing that's on my mind right now is i'm like actually nothing's on my mind right now that's literally, literally where i'm at yeah, i'm like i'm I like i was trying to think i was like is any anime really on my mind right now no <laughs> nothing i know like tokyo revenger not tokyo revengers i keep doing that tokyo 24th ward took a week break and so I didn't think a about it. A lot of anime took a week break, which has been uh, really hard because like. I know everybody thought this week AOT was taking a break, but it's actually like the last week. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah so it's, uh... They just announced it super early. <laughs> yeah. They, they forewarned you. Hey, not this week, but uh, next week. Uh, yeah. Uh, sorry. I was like, hey, not this week, but <laughs> in three months. Because <laughs> it's like 
it's like the episode that was supposed to air March something is now airing the next week, which is the first week of April. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> anyways, I digress. But right now I would say favorite vampire content is Vanitas. It's also like really the only one I'm watching. Yeah. True. Other than, well, I finished The Vampire Dies in no time, which I really do hope it gets a, se- a second season. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Um, But so we know what our favorites are. But what are some other uh, vampire titles you think people should probably check out? Shay. Well, I'll let uh, you take most of this one. But I do (laughs) really think um, if people haven't had the chance to check out Castlevania yet, now that it's like completely finished, Mm -hmm. because between the third and fourth season, we had to wait a really long time. Um. But now that it's completely finished, there's four seasons worth of content and it's easily accessible on Netflix. It's subbed and dubbed. But I will have to warn you, do not watch dub and also have subtitles on. I mean, that's just like a that's a rule for any Netflix anime is like don't watch the dub, but also have subtitles on because it will not match up. Yeah, Um, I think I watched season four and sub, but I think I watched the rest of them dubbed to just to watch them. Um. I can't speak for playing the game versus watching the anime because uh, I didn't get to play much of the games, but I enjoyed the anime. I thought the fourth season felt a little flat for what they were building it up to be, um, especially when they were like, this is going to be the last installment of Castlevania. And um, but I still think it's worth a watch. It's good. It's a good historic vampire anime with a little twist on dracula and the lore surrounding dracula because the fact that you know dracula has a son is even like different from you know anything you've read (laughs) and any dracula stuff you've read which i but also the fact that dracula is just this man that's really angry that his wife got burned at the stake yeah and that's why he literally wiped out literally everyone (laughs) i know right (laughs) and then his his son with daddy issues is like dude why did you kill everybody and he's like because they (laughs) killed your mom and he's like that's still not a good excuse to kill everybody um i make it sound a lot less serious than it is but also if you're into really hunky vampire hunters trevor belmont (laughs) 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 um but yeah it's it's your typical trope of like vampire that wants to defeat other vampires teams up with vampire hunter who then teams up with a magician like (laughs) it's it's a lot of fun um and I mean there are like some parts of it where I, I got a little bored just because it does like you know follow the same formula every episode when you're not seeing so much of Alucard and you're seeing a lot more of Trevor Belmont um just like going to different towns and fighting a different monster and then going to the next town and fighting the next monster. Mm -hmm. Like there's a little bit of that in there, but like with four seasons of content, yeah, obviously. And then when they introduce um, the other vampires, like Dracula's um, subjects, yeah, things get a lot more juicy. But yeah, I have no idea how accurate it is to the game or if, you know, they kind of just went like anime original. I, I heard the fourth season was a little bit more on the anime original side, but I think it is a good historical vampire anime nonetheless. And it's very easily accessible, which I am always an advocate for is more people watching anime that, you know, they don't have to. Well, you still have to pay for Netflix, but a lot of people don't pay for it themselves and yeah um and you know if you're looking for an anime to watch i think castlevania is one of the, like the only vampire anime that's like on netflix right now um besides vampire night <laughs> yeah besides vampire night <laughs> i think those are like the only two right now unless there's like some obscure one that i don't know about that's on there also on the opposite end of the spectrum where things are a little less serious not a little less serious, a lot less serious is Vampire Dies in No Time. This is this is a show that you watch if you want to laugh. This is also a show that you want to watch if you're okay with vampires being a caricature. Because, like, <laughs> basically, yes. it's like it takes all of the really silly vampire tropes and all of the really silly, like, um, 
like literally everything you know about vampires is in this show but in the opposite way (laughs) like the fact the fact that the fact that Draluk can turn to dust but then come back all the time that (laughs) is yeah that is like when I saw that and I was like oh he just revives so he literally is immortal god like literally is immortal (laughs) there's no way to actually kill him like he gets killed by the his own booby traps in his castle and comes back to life he gets stabbed him and he (laughs) literally gets stabbed in the chest with a wooden stake which would kill most vampires like forever he gets turned into dust and just comes back to life. He's just he can, allergic to living. <laughs> literally, he can be out in the sunlight. He can, you know, he can. It's it's just really funny because his character design is also, you know, the stereotypical like vampire with the high cowl cape and like the high widow's peak. And he kind of looks like a bat. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I you know it follows the trope of vampire hunter vampire team up but they don't really i mean (laughs) they kind of do like fight other vampires but like i mean drawlick doesn't really do anything (laughs) he's supposedly the most powerful vampire to exist yeah because and other vampires supposedly fear him and then he I don't. Up I know. Like, I'm like, <laughs> hello. <laughs> I, I I know. Like literally, the first episode opens up as like as if like he's about to face like this like terrifying like powerful vampire, and then it's it's Draluk. It's just, just Draluk. <laughs> him and his gaming consoles, and but if you really like, if you really like vampire lore, and you like making. F- fun of it. it it is truly satire yes because it follows the trope of you know vampire and vampire vampire and vampire hunter like teaming up but it is definitely 100 making fun of it mm-hmm. because everyone like everyone within the anime takes it so seriously yes. to the point where it's funny <laughs> um and you've got the the uh the dampiers and stuff like that too. You yeah. you've got a little bit of lore going on there, but it kind of follows your typical like what everyone thinks a vampire is. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just hilarious. And the whole team of vampire hunters is also hilarious because mm-hmm. they are also caricatures. So yeah, if you like comedy and if you like vampires, ten out of ten, it's a good time. <laughs> and there's an armadillo named John. John best character <laughs> best character ever <laughs> um okay <clears throat> so let's get through my recommendations um so animes i would recommend and i kind of tried to go like pick like pick and choose like different types of um s- series to check out so first off uh visual prison um which <laughs> you guys will remember this was uh was this last season or was this the summer season i think it was summer season summer yeah i think i think it was summer season i'm like i don't remember because all i remember is i saw vampires i was like ooh, okay and then i started watching the first episode and they started singing and i was like what the fuck am i watching um so it's a it's about vampires um and the main character is half vampire half human um and it's also an idol anime (laughs) 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 it's about this um it's about this half uh half human half vampire who um loves uh loves music and all this stuff and um is obsessed with this um this one band um but they kind of went on like a hiatus um and like a lot of them like split up and stuff like that and he's obsessed with this main um this main guy and basically he gets um he he gets exposed as being a half vampire um and uh the all of these idol groups they like compete um every so often for like the blood moons like blessing or whatever in which they get like this little like stone gifted to them from the moon it's really a weird concept but it's kind of it's got hot guys that are vampires i'm just saying so if you like singing and you like hot vampires 
I definitely recommend checking it out. Um, Rosario Vampire, which is an older uh, series. The anime is very funny. Um, it's two seasons long. Um, the anime doesn't do the manga justice because, like, the manga is significantly, like, significantly better. Um, and, it, and it introduces um, ghouls, which are um which is like the um state between human and vampire um and it's really kind of a interesting cool concept and plus uh Skune actually gets hot so I'm just saying Skune <laughs> Skune is kind of not he he's a very underwhelming like male like protagonist but in the manga he gets hot so I'm just saying um but it, it, it's a good time i i still like to go back and watch it because it's really kind of comedic like it does like fan service for like comedy like purposes so like it's gonna have fan service in it but um it's almost like in a comedic way um and it's got a little bat narrator and it's the fucking it's just funny um Sarah vamp um which was a while back um, but it's basically about uh, servant vampires who they can turn into like little animals um, and they basically become like servants of um, of these humans. And um, I'm trying to remember what the whole plot line actually is. It's been a while since I've seen Servamp um, and I want to actually go back and rewatch it because I really I really did enjoy it and I liked all of the characters. Um, but it's uh um it's a really cool interesting uh take on um on vampires because <laughs> i just all i can remember is the very first episode of the main character walking in to his apartment he lives alone by the way he walks into his apartment and somebody's sitting in there watching tv and it's and it's the main vampire and i'm just like so it's kind of funny as well um so definitely another comedy uh seraph of the end um that's also two seasons um i watch this one all the time so um the manga is better than the anime but that's because the manga uh actually um continues on past where the anime ends um the manga is actually gonna be ending soon so if anybody has been holding off on reading seraph of the end um i definitely recommend reading it you can start now and you probably you could probably finish by the time that it's uh, done um but it's basically about um the vampires um have basically like taken over um over the world um and there's like a whole thing of vampires angels humans like it's like everything that you can think of um demons uh reincarnation i freaking adore it um trinity blood is an older um anime um it's really good still like thinking back on it um but you know vampire hunter you know trope and all that stuff um helsing um you can either watch Helsing or Helsing um, Unlimited, whichever one, same concept. Um, just Helsing Unlimited's got better animation because it's a newer. Um, very, 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 very bloody and very violent. So lots of trigger warnings. Also, um, if you don't know what the plot of Helsing is, it's basically um, a three-way <laughs> three war between the Catholic Church, Nazis, who are vampires, and Helsing um yeah that's all i need to say and it's really fucking chaotic and um it is a good it's a good watch um <laughs> if you can you know <laughs> if you can handle that kind of stuff um strike the blood uh this is based off of a light novel uh series it's a uh, um two seasons i believe and several ovas um lots of fan service lots of fan service um very harem based um <laughs> uh i think it's a good watch um uh, i really do enjoy um i do enjoy the series i like the characters and all that but um very very heavy in fan service 
Um, basically, whenever um, he gets a lot of pleasure from uh, drinking blood, um, so he basically gets hard every single time he uh, <clears throat> drinks blood. Um, just saying. Um, <laughs> it's very fan servicey. Um, so definitely is something to check out if you're into that kind of stuff. Um, not really selling that one, am I? Um, <laughs> uh, Fortune um, Arterial. Uh, it's cute, short anime. Um, female vampire, human uh, male. Uh, very. It's just a very cute short uh, series. Um, definitely, um, definitely wish there was more of this one because I thought it was absolutely adorable, um, and I wanted there to be more. Um, and I do sometimes really like the concept of the girl being the vampire. Yes. Um, Cause it's not something that happens too often. It's usually the guy that's the vampire and all that stuff. But- I was going to say, we have like a couple female vampires in Castlevania, but they're also like evil. So <laughs> yeah, and that's usually how it is. It's the female is usually, um, the evil vampire if, or they're like the, like rides of like dracula or whatever you know, right those types of vampires um and if you don't really like to watch anime i and you would prefer to read about vampires um orange marmalade uh which is a manhwa series um i prefer the manhwa series over the um korean drama that came out they did a live action korean drama of it um it was an all right korean drama but I prefer the uh, manhwa because they changed a lot of the characters in the um, drama. Um, but it's really super cute. It's about a, a female vampire um, and a um, human boy um, and their kind of like relationship. And it's super just it's super adorable. And I love all of the characters. Um, Millennium Snow. Um it's a four volume series by the same author that wrote Oran High School Host Club, um, Hazori Bisco. Um, really, uh, really super cute. It's about a girl um, who's basically about to die. Like she's got like a terminal illness and meets this vampire and they fall in love and all of their cute. Uh, they're, they're just cute little relationship together and then there's this werewolf that basically they adopt it's super adorable um and i say they adopt i mean he's the same age as the girl but <laughs> I, they basically adopt him he's part of the family now it's their dog um <laughs> um bloody mary um i need to finish reading this series but i definitely do like it i have like the i think i have the first like four volumes of it um but it's about a vampire and a vampire hunter again um and it really is a common trope it really is <laughs> the vampires are the vampire hunters um so definitely recommend bloody mary um holy night i'm i rem- i recommend this one every single time but i cannot fucking tell you what it's about anymore like i always anytime everybody asks me about um vampire manga i always say holy night i have no fucking clue what it's about anymore i literally would have to reread it to tell you what it's about because i have no fucking clue but i recommend holy night because i remember it being something that i absolutely love and i will recommend it always so if it's shit i'm sorry but i remember loving it and so i'll just keep recommending it even though i have no idea what it's about um and then honey blood so honey blood it's a little bit more of a spicy uh spicy manga series um i believe it's only like two or three volumes and it's about this girl who has an author for a neighbor and um finds out that he's a vampire and um they get into a relationship with each other and it's very spicy um so if you like spicy manga and you like vampires honey blood's for you um but that's those are just some of the recommendations like i said i could literally go on all day um as far as uh like longer series if you guys can manage it i think i haven't i haven't figured out how to watch the series so i haven't checked it out but i know that um the monogatari series has a lot of vampire aspects to it as well 
Um, because I think Bakken Monogatari is literally all about vampires. Um, but the Monogatari series, if you know how to watch it, because I have no idea how to watch it, because there's like a whole bunch of stories and you're supposed to watch them in a specific order. It's kind of like the Fate series where it's confusing on how you're supposed to watch them in order. Um, but if you can figure out how to watch the Monogatari series, I think that there's a lot of vampire aspects in that one as well. So there's another longer recommendation. Um, but let's kind of wrap this up. Um, final question. Who is your favorite animated vampire and why? Shay. Oh, man, I went back and forth on this one because I really love Alucard. Like, love, love, love Alucard because mm-hmm. he's one sexy motherfucker. Like, <laughs> um, like I, I believe the big question when you watch... Um, Castlevania is who's who who are you going to simp over Trevor Belmont or Alucard um but <laughs> I finally settled on draw Luke uh for all the reasons that we talked about before is that he is like he even has the accent um yes in in the dub it does he have the accent in the sub kind of a little bit right a little bit um as much as you can give him in yeah as uh, much Japanese. as you can as much of an accent as so he's even got the like little transylvanian like <laughs> like dracula um feel to him and i love that about him and i love i love that he's also like so nonchalant about the fact that he dies all the time He's like, he'll literally come back from being dust and be like, that was so inconvenient for me. Let's move on. Um, (laughs) And and the fact that he cares about John so much. (laughs) Whenever he's like, please take care of John. If I die, please take care of John. And it's like, you die every two seconds, Trout Like, you're fine. For sure. Or, Or when they're using John as like a ball. Or a weapon. And he's like, don't do that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he doesn't care about himself. He only cares about John. And I agree. Only I, care about John. Only care about John. Um, <laughs> but also, like, in the first episode when he has that kid in his castle. Oh, my God. That fucking kid is the <laughs> fucking greatest moment ever. And literally, because of the first episode, that's why I knew it was going to be a great show. Yeah, when he's like, literally, kid, you have to stop playing games. Like, you have to leave. I don't, (laughs) like, you've been here long enough. Like, people are literally coming because they thought I kidnapped you. But literally, you're just, like, taking up time that I could be playing my video game. (laughs) Like, Like, he doesn't care about anything else. He's just like, I just want to go back to playing my video games and you are inconveniencing me (laughs) literally like everything's just an inconvenience for him and he lets everybody know that and well also the fact that like draluk doesn't need to drink blood he's just like existing (laughs) like (laughs) he just exists what's gonna happen he's gonna die wait here he does that (laughs) literally like what's gonna happen is he gonna die all the time wait middle school kids can yell at him and he dies so (laughs) I I I, but also as we know I love comedy and I love the like I I love the irony in comedy and that show is ironic is as ironic as you can get and draw Luke is as ironic as a vampire as you can get yeah so I think draw Luke (laughs) is my favorite um so I'm cheating (laughs) <laughs> I wrote the fucking question, but I'm still that cheating. That is true. Um, so <clears throat> I can't decide, but they're all from the same show. So, um, and of course, it's Mars Red, obviously. Um, so Defrat, my lovely baby Defrat, voiced by uh, Kieran Strange in English. He's just a sweet little vampire. He's just a sweet S rank vampire who just he just wants to act. He just loves the stage. He just—he doesn't like to get involved if he doesn't have to, you know. But when he does, he's kind of badass. <laughs> um, and then obviously, so like Defrat, like I, I adore Defrat, and all my favorite character probably is Sua. Um, <laughs> I think all of us love Sua, and um, I'm the only one that's seen this show. 
but uh sua is uh um who everybody uh calls vampire inumaki <laughs> if you guys will remember that um he's who's referred to as vampire inumaki because he literally is like a vampire version of inumaki um like down to having like a, his face covered and everything um he's voiced in english by aaron dismuke um and kenichi uh, suzumura in japanese who if you guys don't know voices characters like lavi from the gray man um hikaru from uh, oran high school host club just oh i love kenichi uh, suzumura's voice so much um and of course best boy shitaro voiced by the precious one himself Zakegular. Because he's a precious little baby. Um, in Japanese, I believe he's also voiced by uh, um, uh, Reki's voice actor. So, um, he's absolutely fucking precious. Um, but yes, I can't pick between the three of them. Um, you literally cannot make me choose between the three of them because they are all absolutely adorable, precious beings that deserve everything in life whatever they want they can have it um but i think that's all we're gonna do because we could have gone on for longer but i feel like we did pretty good at restraining ourselves um (laughs) but that is all that we have um so thank you guys all for joining us for this week's episode um you can always find us on twitch twitter and instagram at she anime podcast uh, next week we will all be back together once again probably for talking about like calm breakdown and just kind of having just a relatively chill episode because it's been kind of a crazy couple of weeks um, for sure <laughs> <laughs> but um, until then guys bye-bye. bye bye